Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Was the, is the walk on Sunday? It is, okay. Sunday. Uh, we're here with uh, Christy Koval from uh, the Alzheimer's Association. So on Sunday, listen, it's going to be a few clouds, but it's going to be mid-60s, dry. I mean, the most important thing for your Alzheimer's walks is to be dry. That's right. That's right. And so far, so good. And our Greater Hartford walk is this coming Sunday. At Wrenchler Field, our registration is at 8.30. The walk kicks off at 10. We're expecting a great crowd and and fingers crossed for great weather. We've actually had, uh, this is our sixth and final walk. Oh, this is it. This is it. So I'm curious about the philosophy because there's a lot of walking, right? And you just find that there's enough demand to have these because you want to have them in pockets of the state. Like what? Because usually some people have like one big event or one big race or one big walk, but you do a bunch of them. Is that because you want to reach different parts of the state? Well, we're a statewide organization. We're actually a national organization, and we find that we really want to be in community. So the Walk to End Alzheimer's really gathers people who are either looking for resources, they come together and support each other, and the funds we raised goes to critical research as well as our care and support programs, our 24-hour helpline, where we serve people all over the state, rural communities, you know, urban communities, and it's really just a wonderful way to people for people to get together. So if people want to get information on, on Walking on Sunday, where should they go? alz.org slash walk. They can register right there and they can come out and support a great cause. It's such a moving event. What do you walk? Do you walk around the just around the parking lot or like how does it there there's a there's a pre we we, we have the route around Rensselaer Field. It's all you know very well organized. Um, really and there's vendors and things to do. It's 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 super well organized. So the walk to end Alzheimer's Sunday, uh, obviously October sixteenth at Rensselaer Field. And, you know, also, obviously, the re- the research side of things is so important. And we had, you know, last year they, they announced this drug and then we weren't sure about the results. I mean, it seems like there's always stuff going on in the research side of it. But you have some recent developments to talk about, right? We do. We do. So um, you may have heard uh, lecanemab, which is a drug that's really, really showing promise. Um, you know, it is in phase three clinical trials, so it's not yet widely available. But the promising part of this is that... Over an 18-month period, people who were in this trial showed a 27% decline in their, you know, in terms of being able to uh, an improvement in cognitive function. So we are seeing tremendous progress. And this drug, just so people know, it's not a cure. Right. It it is showing tremendous pro- progress for people in the earlier stage of the disease. Now, and I don't mean this. I mean this honestly. Like I'm thinking intellectually. Is this something that can be cured? Like once the brain does certain things, like you would have to probably do an earlier intervention for cures, like a, to be preventative, right? I mean, I don't understand all the science behind it, but is it something you feel confident that someday we will get a cure? So at the Alzheimer's Association, we are doing a lot of studies. We are funding a lot of studies through research, and we're also encouraging um, funding for research studies. And what we are looking at eventually is to be able to manage this disease with a combination of lifestyle interventions right. and medications. So this drug like lecanemab and aduhelm, they're the first steps in looking at people who have that mild cognitive impairment, which is often the precursor for Alzheimer's disease. So I don't want to say we're looking towards cure yet. We're looking towards really effective treatments to right. manage the disease. Ultimately, of course, we want to have a cure. I feel like I ask this question almost every time we talk, but 
the difference between Alzheimer's and dementia, or is, is, is Alzheimer's part of dementia, or is dementia part? I don't always understand the dynamic. It's a great question. And so dementia, you can think of dementia as the umbrella term, and Alzheimer's is a type of dementia and the okay. more, most common form of dementia. But there are other types of dementia, like Lewy body disease, Huntington's disease, vascular dementia, you know, dementia from Parkinson's disease. There's different types. And we really encourage people, if they're concerned, to reach out to their doctor and get tested. You know, and, and the thing is, you know, I think the, the cliche is that you, you forget, maybe you don't, you forget where you are, who you are, whatever. But it's also, it, it starts to get to be like physiological, like you, you start, stop being able to tell your body to do certain functions, right? Correct. Alzheimer's disease is a fatal brain disease. And people may not know that because if we think about it, our brain controls all of our functions in our body. So eventually you may forget how to eat, how to swallow things like that. So when someone passes away, oftentimes it, it is from Alzheimer's disease because the body is shutting down. And these are tough. I have a really good friend, and I'm not going to bring names. She lives out of state, and her parents are in state, and one of her parents, uh, I don't know if it's dementia or Alzheimer's, who's, you know, really, really struggles. And it's it's really difficult for family members. And I, it's, it's one of those things where it's not just the patient, it's everything around it. So, you know, what sort of things do you do and think about for like from a support perspective? So at the Alzheimer's Association, we are here to support family members. We're here to support caregivers. We have a 24-hour helpline, which is 800-272-3900. We urge people to call that anytime if they have a question on how we can support their loved one. We run support groups and education classes in person and virtually. Um, we do information and referral. You know, we do care consultations to really help families map out what the best course of action is if they have a loved one who has the disease. And you know, are people, people hesitant to to, to re, like? There's a hesitation. I talked earlier. I, I don't care. I'm full full dis- disclosure. Like I've just avoided like the colonoscopy like crazy, course, and I finally I finally did it. But our our I haven't done it. I finally called. <laughs> um, are people hesitant to reach out? Is it one of those things you really need to draw them out? Um, you know, so what we hear oftentimes, especially at the walks, is that, you know, I wish I knew about you earlier. So people, if they have changes in their brain, people are usually quick to ignore them. And, and so what we urge people is that if you're noticing signs with your memory, signs with a loved one, and it's memory changes that impact daily life, not forgetting where your keys are, not forgetting where you parked your car, but more significant memory changes to really reach out Go to your doctor, get checked, and call us for support. If you have a question, even you know we can help with resources. Um, you know who perhaps to go to. We can provide you know information on who provides services, that kind of thing. Is it easy to figure out what types of forgetfulness are early signs and which ones aren't? I mean, the keys is one thing, but what about you know short term memory versus long term memory, or like you know certain you know events that were very recent? Like I'm 51, and my short term memory on, in, is in some parts of my life are not nearly as good as it, as it used to be. And I, sometimes I get a little nervous. So our memory and our, our brain functioning changes as we age, right? Age remains the biggest risk factor for developing Alzheimer's disease or dementia, but it really is the more significant changes that you want to be mindful of and things that are impacting your daily life. And most people, their family or their friends may notice those changes, you know, problems with thinking and reasoning, spatial relations. It's it's really the bigger changes that you want to be very, very mindful of. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we're talking with Christy Koval, Alzheimer's Association, Aaron Bryan and Company, WTSE News Talk 1080. So the walk on Sunday, it's the last one of the season? It's the last one of the season here in Connecticut. There are okay. still walks around the country. The walk to end Alzheimer's, alz.org slash walk. 
register, join a team, help us fundraise. We do a lot of great research here in the state. Money goes to fund that critical research, and we'd love to see as many people there. And what else, you know, after, so you'll start the the walks back up in the, in the springtime. What goes on in the wintertime for you guys program-wise? So we provide a number of education classes. Um, you know, they can be the 10 warning signs, communication and behaviors, legal and financial uh, education. We also have um, an education conference for caregivers. That's early next year. Um, we have one for professionals as well. We're always doing training. We're always looking for volunteers. So we have a lot going on. And if people want to uh, check out our website, alz.org CT, um, all of our education programs are free, free for family members, again, because of the walks. Um, we raise money and we want to provide that service to family caregivers. Great. It's good to see you. So good to see you. I know. It's great I, to be here. It was a, just a pleasant surprise to have you in studio. And you should come in anytime you want to come on. If you can, I know you, you don't live super, super close, but you're welcome to come in anytime. I would love to. And thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah, I know. We love to support uh, both the organization and the walks. Again, Sunday, uh, the 16th at Rensselaer Field. Uh, Christy Koval from the Alzheimer's Association. Thank you so much. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.